0: What is up, ladies and gentle nerds? It is your boy Graham, also known as HamHawks42 on the internet, and we are here today for another edition of Overthinking MTG. So here I am on the Gatherer's website. I'm gonna go ahead and scroll down to everyone's favorite button, the random card. All right, and uh, it brings us to Is it Charm. So every day here on Overthinking MTG, I log into Gatherer, click a random card, and I have to talk about it for at least ten minutes. So today we have Is it Charm here, which is a blue and a red classic Is it colors. We all know and love it. Um, it is an instant with Choose one counter target non-creature spell unless its controller pays two. So kind of a less you know a suboptimal mana leak. Or, Is It Charm deals 2 damage to target creature. Okay, you can also be a shock. That's pretty cool. And then, the last one, which I have to say I think is my personal favorite. Draw 2 cards and discard 2 cards. And the reason that that particular ability is my favorite is because I love filling my graveyard with stuff. And actually, as I'm recording this, I am playing Arena with a Reanimator deck focused around Niv-Mizzet. So, it's kind of beautiful. Because uh, I could certainly use these. These would be fantastic had they been... Uh, I would absolutely be running is it charm in that deck had it come out when or had it been reprinted in the most recent Ravnica set which of course it wasn't because they only had so many things they could do and they had so many fantastic um just so many fantastic options for all the different guilds as far as reprinting goes and fortunately they chose to reprint the shocklands those things are fantastic so I'm really glad those are there I'm not going to get mad about any other omissions that you know, I'm, not, I'm certainly don't feel slighted. The set is fantastic as it is, and as nice as the charms would be, we're living without them. So charms are particularly great because they offer you flexibility. So in games where, well, generally speaking, choices are never bad, and I found, especially working with my commander decks, that seeing the situations that you are faced with vary so dramatically from game to game and from opponent to opponent and meta to meta that the good cards are the ones that are flexible and allow you to operate in a just a whole variety of situations and the charms do that by their very nature because they have at least three modes well charms generally at least have two modes but most of the time they have three uh such as is a charm here where if You need a counterspell. If your opponent taps out to play a Hydroid Crisis or a Gadwick or just some other really big, expensive spell or, like, uh, Electro-Dominance, um... Explosion... What is it? Explosion? Expansion? Explosion? Yeah, that guy. Um... You know, those big X-cost monsters, if somebody taps out for one of those, you can throw an it Charm as a counter-target non-creature spell unless controller pays two. Like I said, kind of a crappy mana leak, but it's a counter spell. You have access to a counter spell on here. And if you don't need that, you can also just deal two damage to a creature. So if they do have a small creature in play that is just dominating the game for whatever reason. There are a lot of little creatures that can be really problematic. You know, your Birds of Paradise, your um, Priests of the Forgotten Gods, your Carrion Feeders, Woe Striders, all kinds of little creatures that just provide an obscene amount of value throughout the course of the game. Being able to just blast one of those and get it gone is great. You know, sometimes you just need to be able to deal two targeted damage. So having that option on here is great. And beyond that, it's basically just a shock. And you're tacking on one blue mana to it for the cost. Well, in order to have the option of doing one of these other things. And then finally, drawing two cards and discarding two cards. That is almost never bad. You know, being able to craft your hand is so incredible incredibly important and so just having that option is just beautiful this card's fantastic it, it there's all kinds of fun stuff it can do in general I find myself looking at charms a lot these days and really trying to understand okay what makes this good and a lot of the time I'll include cards in my decks that are charms specifically because they have one effect that I know I want. Is a Charm is a great example of one where no matter what, you're going to get value. So if something's going on where, so let's say it's early in the game, you throw down a mountain, turn two, you throw down, let's say you're on the play, right? If you're, if you're on the play with this thing, you are in a beautiful situation because it can be your turn two regardless of what else is going on. The moment you hit turn two, once you have the land down, if you're on the play, for example, your opponent is going to be dropping whatever two drops they have. And in a lot of cases, in a lot of decks, that's where you're going to see some value. That's where they're going to start setting up their plan. Be that, like, the first creature with some decent power, if they're going for an aggro strategy, or a cavalcade of calamity, if you're going, you know, for one of those go-wide, deal-a-bunch-of-damage kind of situations. You have an opportunity to counter their turn two, because whenever they drop on turn two, you're guaranteed... That they're not going to have the mana. Well, I shouldn't say guaranteed, because in certain formats, you can do all kinds of things to accelerate your mana just obscenely fast. So it varies on the formats, but 99% of the time, if you cast this on turn two, you can counter whatever they do. So that's fantastic. So you basically have a counter spell in your hand. Well, assuming it's a non-creature spell, uh, of course. So never mind on the the whole creature thing. I was mistaken on that. My bad. But if they're dropping an enchantment, if they're dropping it, you know, there's a lot of those things that you can just knock out of the way and prevent them from from playing. Then, well, actually, the other thing about that is if they are playing a creature spell that you can't counter with it. Well, you can deal two damage to whatever creature they put down. So unless they're dealing with, you know, unless you have a high toughness um, kind of creature for like a as a two drop, you can blow it up. So. In a lot of cases, your two drops are going to be able to target, you know, you can be, you can drop them with this as well. So that, yeah, so th- there's all kinds of options there. So that's delightful. And then if all else fails, let's say your opponent doesn't have a turn two. Let's say they, you know, they, they don't drop anything on turn two. Or it's like a really basic setup thing that you don't necessarily want to spend any kind of removal on. But you have a pretty decent like 3-drop and a decent 4-drop, and you don't necessarily want to just keep, is it Charm in your hand? You want to get some kind of value early. The last option gives you that, because you can use it to craft your hand with the top two cards in your library. And then if you have other cards, maybe things that have Jumpstart or things that have Escape, and you can leverage your Graveyard for value, being able to discard those cards... Oh, not to mention flashback there are all kinds of great great lovely things you can do with your graveyard these days you can just discard them you can just throw two things away and you're it's a it's a net net you know you don't gain or lose card advantage you draw two you dump two and you take you draw two more you might get something of value in there and you can take the two least valuable things in your hand and just chuck them away you will always get value with this card. It's so beautifully designed. There's some of these charms where you look at them and you think, man, that first option is pretty great in certain circumstances. That second option kind of sucks, but maybe there's a case for it. And then like the third one's like, yeah, that's hot garbage or whatever the case may be. But usually when I'm looking at a charm, a lot of the time I'll include it in my decks purely because it does one thing that I want. And the other other options end up kind of being meh. But the problem with that is charms are designed so that the real value you get out of them is their flexibility. And their mana cost usually isn't particularly good for any one of those options. And this is a great example of that. Because countering a non-creature spell unless the controller pays two is not a good counter spell. It isn't you know you will never run that in favor of mana leak or remand while our good old-fashioned counterspell. You'll never do that, especially with two colors that you need to represent. So that that's just I don't know, this is a perfect example of what I'm talking about. So that is not a very good counterspell. The second option is just shock. Now there's nothing Oh, except it can only hit creatures. It's a shock that you cannot put against your opponent's face. So it can only hit creatures. So it's a crappy shock, and it costs one more mana than a shock. So that's not good. You know, if that alone was on this card, it would be hot trash. Then the bottom option, draw two cards and discard two cards, being able to loot two for two is fine. You know, there's nothing wrong with that per se. But then being color locked makes it less than desirable. Um... That's the only one on here that is competitively priced, so to speak, but the real value, whenever you play the charm, you're going to be tapping one red and one blue, but you can choose whichever one, whichever option fits the situation. And so the best charms are the ones that all, where all three options would make sense in any given game or it could be valuable in any game depending on what you're going up against and is it charm checks all of those boxes it's fantastic i just i gotta say this card is great i wish i had 12 of them because i would probably drop them into every single deck where they could fit because you never know what you're going to need and when you're going to need it to disrupt your opponent and is it charm? checks a lot of the a lot of the boxes. If you're going up against a control deck, it allows you to say no to their counterspells. It allows you to eliminate any small enablers that they have. Um, like Goblin Electromancer, which is a guy that makes all your instants uh, and sorceries cost one less. That kind of thing. You can get out ahead of and you can eliminate. And then if all else fails and at the end of the day you just need to outvalue your opponent, you can draw two and dump two, and help craft your hand to make it as good as possible. There is never a situation when I'm going to be mad to see this thing in my hand. Ever. I it's, it, I just I love it. I think it's absolutely fantastic. Cannot speak highly enough about it. A lot of the guild charms, you know, a lot of the guild-based charms from Ravnica... Are pretty fantastic, you know. Um, I would recommend checking all of them out. Specifically, is it Charm? Um, Rakto's Charm, as I recall, is also pretty great. I don't remember all the things it does right off, so rather than try to make up something, I'm just going to say it's really great. Check it out. Then the um, the Boros Charm as well has a lot of cool utility and is pretty useful in that style of deck. Um, you know, I have a handful of Golgari Charm, and actually I've been hemming and hawing about whether or not to include that in some of my decks because. It has some interesting effects, but none of them are as universally just solid as this guy. Because in, with that one, if I'm not mistaken, you can regenerate all of your creatures, which has some cool possibilities as ways to, like, survive board wipes and that kind of thing. Um, so that's interesting. So you can leverage that. The other thing you can do is give all creatures minus one, minus one, which, okay, so it's like a soft kind of, eh, board wipe, but it's only for two. So, all right, maybe that's something. And then, to be honest, I don't remember the last effect, um, but I remember thinking it was fine. <laughs> you know, it's decent, but it's, uh, Yeah. But in general, the charm cycle, all the guilds from Ravnica have one. And in general, they're pretty darn good. And you can build around them in pretty cool fashion. And I gotta say, Is It might take the cake. It might just be the best of all of them. It's it's just solid. Just really solid. Like I said, if I'm running a deck that can run this, and I top deck it, I'm not mad. Yeah. And on top of that, actually, I really dig... All of the, the charms have really cool art that leverage the guild seals in one way or another. In this particular one, it's showing a electromancer with, you know, bracers that have a really huge dragon. You know, the Niv-Mizzet logo of the Izzet League, uh, you know, l- lit up with lightning and just kind of crackling on it, on his arm. It's pretty cool. Yeah, done by Zoltan Boros. Uh, who is, uh, that's a name I've actually seen a couple of times. And the last name is Boros, incidentally enough. Um, I wonder if he did the Boros charm. I kind of hope so, because otherwise I feel like that was a missed opportunity. And this one, is a, for those of you on the audio, um, this is actually from the guild kit. This is the, the art from the guild kit that we're looking at here. It's actually a product that in general I think is pretty cool. The idea of you know specialized packs that you can get for just your guild i think that's cool I, I like that a lot as somebody who identifies with um demir and Golgari, like those are those are my jam i gotta say what do you mean i don't play reanimator all the time um yeah so like sultai is kind of one of my favorite sultai and grixis for some reason i find myself gravitating towards anyway that's neither here nor there but in general, is a charm. is great. The Guild Kits are a really cool product. I would highly recommend you checking those out. I really think that they should do more stuff like that where they really take the flavor and generally speaking, whenever they're in Ravnica, I'm in, that, that plane is great. And just the flavor and of creating these different factions that you can kind of identify with. You know, I really appreciate that. And, you know, and like, just looking at is it i can't help but think of there there's a friend of mine named Steve who always played with is it stuff that was just his jam and i just whenever i see is it i'm like oh yeah cuz they're like they're his team you know um yeah it just it's, it is what it is meanwhile i play a bunch of golgari stuff and so he you know i don't know if he thinks of me when he sees them anyway that does that's neither here nor there but i just think it's really cool how we can identify with these different factions because they're so beautifully crafted the character of the Is it League is very clear and very pronounced, and you know the Gulgari Swarm, the Demir House Demir um, are very, they all are very unique, and it's believable that they would coexist. I love Ravnica. I think it's a fantastic plane. I'm a big fan. Every time we go back there, I am down. I'm really glad that the big climactic conclusion of war, the Spark, was on Ravnica. That seems very fitting and very appropriate i didn't read the novel by all the reviews um yeah they all the reviews kind of led me uh to anyway that's neither here nor there that's not what we're here to talk about today is a charm great card highly recommend it and if you have a deck where it can fit it's probably worth slotting in because it's just super flexible it's low to the ground it's inexpensive and you know like on it's never bad it, it, it well i don't know Every card has an opportunity when it's not what you want, but in this case, Is It Charm has more opportunities where it is what you want, and that is just the sign of a good, well-made, well-balanced card. So, very cool, guys. Thank you so much for hanging out, as always. My name is Graham, also known as HamHawks42. I also stream over on Twitch every morning from 5.30 Eastern Time to 6.30 Eastern Time. And that is also my morning workout. So, if you want to come see a uh, chubby guy, try to be less chubby and do push-ups because he lost a bunch of games of Magic, that is the place for you. Thanks so much for hanging out. I will be back tomorrow, and I hope you have a fantastic day, night, week, whatever the case may be. All right. Have a good one, everybody. Catch you later.